Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Chapter 39 of Darkness and Daylight or Lights and Shadows of New York Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Piotr Natter. Darkness and Daylight, or Lights and Shadows of New York Life. Chapter 39. By Thomas Byrne. Cunning shoplifters and skillful pickpockets. Female operators and how they work. Yielding to sudden temptations. Holiday week in New York City is the shoplifter's harvest. The ladylike and gentlemanly pilferers of the city know that Christmas offers abundant opportunities for plying their wicked trade. So the shoplifter sallies forth, and the pickpocket wends his way with keen eyes and ready hands among the throng. Of the shoplifters who infest the city, the large majority are females. There are various reasons for this. The work of shoplifting is comparatively easy, it is often remunerative, and above all it is congenial. There are few ladies to whom a visit to the stores and the handling of the rich and beautiful goods displayed are not joys which transcend all others on earth. The female shoplifter has that touch of nature left in her which makes a dry goods store, variety bazaar, or jewelry establishment a most delightful spot to exercise her cunning. In the last few years, professionals of this order have wonderfully multiplied, but their increase has been no more than commensurate with that of the metropolitan bazaars. These places are most preyed upon, and in them the temptation to larceny is most freely offered. The general exposure of the goods on the counter or floor, the unceasing throng, the constant diversion for eye or ear of watchers, all serve to prepare an easy way for the shoplifter. The clerk's duties are generally manifold. Salesmen or saleswomen, it is all the same, they must take down and display wares for customers, extol the quality of the goods, wait on half a dozen customers at one and the same time, and through it all answer a thousand idle questions, while all the time the endless throng are whirling past, and one can have no eyes for individual loungers. Shoplifters infest these places and have ample opportunity to ply their vocation. Even those who are merely not strong in resisting temptation are only too liable to pick up some stray trinket or bundle and walk off with it. Articles of value are seldom captured by the shoplifter. Dried goods, lingerie, or cheap jewelry are more often taken. But it is in the great number of such petty larcenies that the losses to shopkeepers chiefly lie. 
the ordinary female dress may be skilfully constructed so as to be an expansive receptacle for plunder of all kinds and the professional shoplifter takes good care that she is prepared for her trip with just such a dress into it she gathers her booty safely stores it and if suspected or even detected in the act of picking up an article she becomes highly indignant boldly subjects herself to an immediate search and nine times out of ten the employee who is not familiar with criminal methods misses the false pockets and is forced to admit the offender's innocence in spite of the evidence of his own senses the cloak is also a useful article of attire for the shoplifter and women have concealed large quantities of goods under a sweeping outer garment stolen rolls of cloth costly dresses and even sealskin sacks have been found under them one clever professional carried under her arms numerous articles of various sizes which it would puzzle a man to carry about with his outstretched arms not long ago a woman wearing a large cloak was noticed leaving one of the bazaars on fourteenth street and a moment later a clerk came out saying that a number of valuable bonnets were missing a detective elbowed his way through the crowd and overtook the amply clad lady afraid of making a mistake and thereby subjecting himself to merited censure by making an improper arrest he conceived the ruse of stumbling and at the same instant raising one of the suspected stranger's arms the trick worked admirably the arm went up like a flash and the ground forthwith was strewn with bonnets she had nearly two hundred dollars worth in the collection there are occasions when the shoplifter need not convert herself into a migratory storehouse she sometimes has a confederate possessing ready fingers and a fluent tongue who makes the circuit of the counters the other presses along after her gazing vacantly around and keeping severely distant from any of the goods exposed when her confederate has slipped something out of sight she conveys it adroitly to the other and the pair go on again if the more clever operator be detected no more than a single article will be found on her and she can generally brazen her way out of the predicament by alleging an absent mind or some uncommon destruction elsewhere in the store there are generally but two classes of shoplifters the regular criminal professional and the kleptomaniac the very poor classes seldom take a hand in it poverty is held by the world to be the badge of crime and the poor slattern who enters a store is sure to be so carefully watched that larceny is next to impossible the shoplifter is always the person of fire apparel and she generally has a comfortable home if she be a professional she may be one of a criminal community and her home may be shared by others engaged in equally evil ways if she be a kleptomaniac and in shoplifting the word has peculiar significance she is possibly a woman whose life in other respects is exemplary it does seem strange that a wife and mother whose home is a model one who attends religious service regularly and who seems far removed from the world of crime should be so carried away by her admiration of some trinket or knick-knack as to risk home honor everything to secure it but the annals of metropolitan offences are full of instances of just this kind it is her fondness for finery that nine times out of ten gets her into trouble a woman leaves a happy and well-provided home for a shopping tour she buys the necessary articles she wants after much careful selecting and sharp bargaining then she looks about her and goes counter-gazing this is the fatal moment 
some taking article it may only be a trifle catches her eye she has already spent the contents of her purse but the new object absorbs her attention and every moment it becomes more fascinating she must have it then comes temptation the trinket is exposed there is no one about it would be such a simple thing to take it conscience stifled by cupidity is dormant and the desire of possession completely absorbs her a moment more and the article is under her cloak and all of a tremble she edges her way to the door half frightened half regretful yet wholly swayed for the time being by the possession of the moment's idol then comes detection everything rises to betray her her frightened glances her sneaking attitude the closer clutch she has upon her cloak she is accosted questioned and then every thought of home family and the disgrace that she has brought upon herself rushes before her and she summons all the pluck there is in her poor fluttering heart and denies fatuous soul she forgets that the sanctity which a moment since surrounded her as an honest woman is now stripped from her she is searched the stolen article is found upon her and she stands there drooping and despairing a proven thief every year over and over again is this sad scene enacted among the real criminal set of shoplifters may be found some who are skilful in picking pockets they are a dangerous class for at no place are opportunities for plying their trade more frequent than in a shopping bazaar the shopper's attention is deeply engaged by a bewildering display of goods dear to female hearts minds are full of purchases and heedless of pockets satchels and purses are laid carelessly upon the counter the shoplifter is always on the alert for these opportunities and is ever ready to take advantage of them not long since a lady placed on a counter beside her a well-filled purse a moment afterwards she mechanically picked it up again to pay for a purchase she opened it there was a wad of paper in it she looked at it again it was not her own but one that had been adroitly substituted for it an unusually cunning male shoplifter successfully operated for several years by means of a scheme that he had devised himself he travelled through england france and other european countries 